This is a Lip Media Podcast. Hello, welcome back to another episode of All Bases Covered, the podcast helping you navigate the beauty industry and cut through the bullshit. Hello. Hello. What did you get for dinner? Oh, I got a noodle box. And do you know that I learned today that noodle box does rice noodles? Oh. Yeah, because I always thought they only did those thin noodles, the egg ones or the thick egg noodles. And today they had like those really fat rice noodles. They had regular rice noodles and they had like vermicelli noodles. And I was like, this is a delight. Yum. But what about all the onion and yeah. garlic? Um, I said no, no, like added onion and so far so good. Okay. Can't tell you. I'll, I'll let you know in a few hours yeah. how I'm feeling. <laughs> uh, what did you have for dinner? Um, I made fish tacos. What a fun way for us to start this episode. Yum. Using what kind of fish? Um, I just had freezer barramundi in the mm-hmm. freezer <laughs> and <laughs> I used the um, gluten-free rice. They're the best breadcrumbs. Yeah, the rice breadcrumbs, which go really crispy. So I did rice flour, dipped them in egg, dipped them in the rice things. And then you just used a really small, deep um, cast iron pan to like semi-deep, semi-shallow fry them. Yeah, that's my favorite way to semi-deep, semi-shallow fry things. They were (laughs) delicious. And how was it? I had them with. I was going to say, how was your week? (laughs) Yeah, um, good. I don't really remember much of this week. They've got. They're actually going really fast now. Oh, that's good for you. Oh, I feel like everything's blending into one. It is. I have gotten upstairs the last two days and been like groundhog day, like wearing the same outfit, doing the same thing, sitting at the same chair. Like it's starting to feel a bit painful. Yeah. And how hard is it to remember which day is bin night? Oh, no, I've managed to remember bin night really well because it's like the one thing that identifies what day it is of the week. What you look forward to. <laughs> no, because I'm like, is it Wednesday or Thursday? Like, I, I don't know. Oh, I'm, is, is your bin night Wednesday? Well, this is what I always get confused about firstly. In, oh. in day, <laughs> I think that's the key issue. <laughs> probably. In day is Thursday, but I always forget that mm. that means bin night is Wednesday. Yeah, so for in Mornington, bin day is Friday, which means that bin night is Friday Eve. And I will Wait, never what? forget. Well, bin night is Thursday then. Yeah, Friday Eve. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I would be confused if you talked to me like that. When you work a nine to five. On like Monday to Fridays, Thursdays are re- like widely renowned as a Friday Eve. <laughs> oh, can't relate. What do you it mean? You're going through a random like Tuesday and Wednesday half day off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish. Uh, we still have we're still friends after our condiment episode, which is lovely. Oh, absolutely. I've lost and some, oh, sorry, I've lost some friends though. Have you? Jackie I didn't feel Alexander. that it triggered too many people. No, Jackie Alexander was giving me death threats today. Yeah, she got a bit worked up about it. It was funny because we, in our Instagram post with the condiments, we were like, let's discuss below. And only the people who deathly hated us commented below. Mm-hmm. And that makes me feel like everybody else kind of doesn't like us either. No, nah, I think everyone else is okay with it. It's fine. <laughs> it's totally fine. Fingers crossed. Um, shall we get into beauty news? Absolutely. Oh, wait, should we tell everybody that Loz is still alive? Oh, yeah, she is alive, and but we just couldn't figure out how to get her into this recording situation that we have at the moment because she hasn't got a mic and we don't know how slash don't want to pay for three people. But um, she helped us plan the episode and then we were like, sorry, you can't join. <laughs> <laughs> it was 
so shit. It was like five minutes before we started recording and then we were like, oh. She's like, see you later, time to realise. Yeah. (laughs) She took it well. It was good. Hi, Loz, if you're listening. All right, let's go into beauty news now. Okay. Uh, That's the tea on that. So, Tower 28 bronzing creams. Hey. I wanted to talk about this because I don't feel like we've really touched on Tower 28 yet. And do you know much about them? Not really. It's a one of those brands that's everywhere on Instagram right now, hey. Yeah, they're totally having a moment. And so I was like, who are? Who are Tower Beauty? Who who are you? And so I looked them up and obviously if we have any American listeners, they'll be like, You guys are stupid. Tower Beauty's the best. Um, but they're called Tower sorry, Tower Twenty Eight. They're called Tower Twenty Eight because Apparently, that's the name of one of the lifeguard stations on Santa Monica Beach, which I was like, oh, that's a bit cute. Um, And so their philosophy is about looking after the environment and being like vegan and cruelty free and all of their products are like ethically made, I guess you could say. All made in California in America. And at the moment, they only ship and have retail stores in the U.S., and they they kind of became a big deal when they bought out, was it the lip glosses first? Then they bought out cream cheek products and now they've bought out the cream bronzers. Wait, um, so and they look really nice. How am I seeing them so much in my feed then? I thought I was seeing them with Australian influencers. Yeah, and I think that we have been and I don't really know what's going on here. Maybe they're going to start retailing in one of our Australian stores. That's just me conspiracy theorizing i don't actually know anything but you can also get them from revolve because i wanted to know how i could get some and it's revolve yes i was literally googling revolve because the description sounded like such a revolve brand now i do think that i threw some shade at tower 28 in our stories the other did you yeah because they posted about like no nasty ingredients and listed chemical sunscreen as an ingredient and it pissed me off because i was like oh was that tower 28 oops sure oh sorry i've brought up an old foe yeah (laughs) past enemy i don't know that annoys me but a lot of bloody californian brands and eco brands and clean brands are anti-chemical sunscreen it's like okay maybe pick your battles yeah, uh, definitely pick your battles, especially considering they like they claim that they're the beach lifestyle. So don't know about I know, that. I know it's um, kind of like a bit anti-vaxxy of them, you know. Yeah, they say that on their website they don't call out that they don't use chemical sunscreens, but they do say no parabens, sulfates, formaldehydes, talcs, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So they've got a full like blacklist, Peter certified, um, and all their products are like made and created in the US, which is good. Yeah. Cool. I really like the packaging. Mm. It's very aesthetically pleasing. It's a, It looks like a fun brand and I'm kind of envious that we don't have it, but I did consider buying the new bronzer, which is why we've got them in the in the news section for their new Bronzino illuminating bronzer. It's only 20 US dollars, I think, and it works out to about 35 when you convert it to Australian on Revolve. And I was like, that's not bad for a cream bronzer. No, I think maybe um, we try it. I kind of want to try it, but I'm also a bit scared to try it because it's glowy. Yeah, but I saw Katie so, Van yeah. Hughes use it, so... I know, I've seen a lot of great people use it and it looks really good. Yeah, mm. I think. Anyway, maybe we do a Revolve Water. Yeah. Maybe we should do a Revolve Water because they've got fun brands that we don't usually try. Yep, for sure. All right, let's do it. Next on my list is the Sephora VIB sale. Can everybody in the US stop bragging, please? 
Oh my god, I know. I really, I want to place a Sephora order really badly, but I'm waiting because I'm like, if it's in the US, surely it's coming here soon. But that's not based on any fact other than you planting that idea in my head. That was me. I Googled it because I really wanted to come to today's episode with some facts, but I couldn't find any. Um, But it does seem like it usually happens around this time for us as well and usually apparently the end of May. So we might only be waiting a few weeks. Hopefully they bring it forward because hashtag ISO. Yeah, but also it might be, uh, I don't know, it might be. mm, Also, was it last year that was the first year that Sephora started pumping out the VIB sales? Like instead of having two a year, they had like four last year? That's what I was going to say. I was like, remember back in the day when Sephora was on sale 24-7? Was it? Well, no, but it seemed like it. Yeah, you're right. And I did point out as well that if you're a beauty insider, I think you, or no, if you're not a beauty insider, sorry, you can get 15% off your first online order to sign up anyway. And I was like, oh, is it worth waiting for the extra 5%? Probably not. No, you're right. It's probably not. I'll just make Brenton do the order. Yeah, because then you won't have to worry about the waiting times for shipping, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, very true. Very true. Mm. That's very clever. Um. I also put it into the news this week, the Glow Recipe Watermelon Glow PHA and BHA Pore Tight Toner yeah. has re-emerged. We, we had to cut it out of the episode last week because I was like, oh, Glow Recipe has a new toner. I saw it in a Mecca email and then it was absolutely nowhere, it was nowhere. on the entire internet. And we were like, oh, this is awesome because the episode's already all about PHAs. This would be great. And then yeah, it, it didn't fit. <laughs> we couldn't find it. It was, the, it was a disaster and I don't know what happened with the Mecca thing, but not that much longer after our episode went out, everyone was already talking about it again. And I was like, how did this come and then disappear? Like we didn't imagine it. It actually happened. Anyway, I wanted to quickly talk about it because everyone's talking about it being a game-changing toner. Have you heard this? No, I haven't. I actually haven't seen people talking about it other than when I saw the pre-release email for Beauty Loop. So it's got... PHAs and BHAs, obviously. It's also got watermelon, obviously. Um, Cactus water, which apparently is full of electrolytes. It's got hyaluronic acid, which they're saying is the reason it's game-changing because it's a toner that is hydrating whilst also being – they say pore-tightening, but, like, bullshit. It just helps cleanse your pores. yeah. Yeah. Um, And – yeah, cucumber as well. So apparently it's meant to be, like, calming, hydrating, exfoliating toner and – the the word on the street is that it's game changing. Cool. I'm gonna need it. <laughs> cool. You've sold it to me. Yeah. Well, um, I have a secret like for the watermelon mist. I actually really love the mister on it. And it's really nice applied over makeup. Like it gives you a real luminosity without feeling sticky and gross. So mm. maybe I'll like it. First in- few ingredients are cactus extract, watermelon extract, glycerin, hyaluronic acid, gluconolactone which no. PHA, sodium polyglutamate, which is, is that a PHA as well? Mm. Then salicylic acid, willow bark extract, mm. tea tree extract. Like it's, it actually looks great. Yeah. And it's also got licorice root extract in it. So brightening. Brightening. No. Mm. Look, sometimes things that look great on paper and then you try them, like the sleeping facial that we tried from Glow Recipe and it was a piece of shit. Well, yeah, that's that wasn't a piece of shit, but we just really didn't. It didn't like it wasn't good. It wasn't bad. It just did nothing for us. So maybe it might be a nothing product, but it's definitely worth a try. Yeah, and it doesn't look like it's too expensive either. Another product I've seen Australian um, 
beauty influencers get around already and I don't know how. Can we get on these secret Australian beauty influencer lists, please? That must have just been PR, right? Or there were Beauty Loop Level 3s because they did do the um, pre-release for Beauty Loop Level 3s. I'll allow it. Now, um, I haven't seen mm. this um, Milk Kush Range eyebrow pen. Please tell me more. It sounds right up my alley. Yeah, so they've extended the Kush line, which already had mascara and eyebrow gel, I believe, in it and maybe an eyeliner. Um, and they've added in an eyebrow pen and it's like the texture ones that you like. Yep. It's got three prongs in an interesting oh, shape. I hate those. I hate the three prong textures. But it's not – It's. <laughs> Uh, are you on a computer and can you Google it right now? Yeah. Triple brow pen. So it's got this like yeah, weird claw-shaped top. Yeah, I hate it. Why do you hate it? I hate that. <laughs> but it's you not like. pen. Stop doing that. Like some company is selling the shit out of that design to like Ciate, Billion Dollar Brows or some other brand. But is it the same shape that the other brows, the other oh, brands no. do? Like, I don't want three hairs. Mm-hmm. forced to be next to each other i want one here here one here here <laughs> no make it stop all right really no you're mad at them trying to tell you where to place your brows i get absolutely. it absolutely they don't know better than me <laughs> i also don't know how i feel about the claims that it's a hydrating brow texture like no i'm yeah i hate that as well the only thing I'll i don't believe it is shade range is awesome there's like eight shades and they have light to quite dark and well to really dark yeah. and ashy and-, and they've also got nice ashy tones yeah yes um I just unrelated and not even that new at all it's probably like two months old new mm. there's still a pen that I used to love that got discontinued mm. is back and is better and has better color range FYI the one with so- the gold top on it yeah like- oh my god it's changed packaging like 10 times but yes that one oh. stale day brow <laughs> pen um yep it's back so I would opt for that over this. I did really like that one. I used to have the, it must have been the dark. Mm. And as a little life hack, I really liked it as an eyeliner. Yeah, I've used it as an eyeliner. It's also fabulous for fake freckles. Yeah. Speaking of, thank you for segueing me right into uh, Lime Crime has bought out a freckle pen. Oh. And cool. I don't know that I like Lime Crime anymore, but... It looks like a freckle pen. <laughs> I don't like Lime Crime. Can't be bothered getting into what they did, and I don't even know if I remember. But have they redeemed oh, it themselves? The, it was the original tea, I reckon. Yeah, me too. But have they I don't know if themselves? they've redeemed. I think the only way that they could have redeemed themselves is that they've lost the psycho, yeah, yeah, psycho owner, and we don't know if. Well, I don't know if they have. Maybe they have. This just in <laughs> on the news front. Thanks we for waiting are... until the end of our episode to launch this. Go to. Uh, yeah, we're reversing time to announce the fact that GoTo has just come out with the fact that they are bringing out a hand sanitizer, not for retail, but to like they've just made it to distribute to frontline health workers through Frontliners Oz, which is really nice of them. They can never do anything wrong. They actually can't. So they've made, as we type 3,000 so they made 3,000 already that are on their way to healthcare workers and they've like fully they said that their formulations team like came up with it and like they've actually put work into it like it's got its own bottle and branding and stuff that we've never seen before which is lovely yeah really cute love you in addition to that Mm -hmm. they've also said that right at the end of their post they're not the only Aussie brand that's you know thrown their hand up to help and then they've 
Shouted out to Q Clothing, Mac, Mac Cosmetics Australia, Scanlon and Theodore, Nobody Denim, The Jojoba Co, Glasshouse Fragrances, Clarins, and so many more to like say that they've done a good job too. And that's nice. Yeah, they're great. Do you know the one thing I really like about GoTo is they're not so brand exclusive and they'll post things with other brands in it and they'll shout out other brands and I saw one time I think it was Zoe Foster Blake said oh you could try ultraviolet if you'd like a sunscreen that's higher than 15 because theirs isn't made yet and I'm like fuck that is the Australian so nice yeah yeah it really is and they also even Zoe Foster Blake um did a skincare routine on her insta stories this week and I was like oh here we go all go to and it wasn't she like shouted out other products too yeah, because in categories that they don't make, she's not going to pretend she doesn't use them. I mean, look at her face. Yeah. She clearly uses vitamin C and retinol. She's beautiful. <laughs> anyway, is that all we have for news right now? That is all we have for news. Um, I just dropped to Brenton. I was like, how do I tell him that I've said yes to a foster dog arriving on Monday? And I sung it and um, I think it was a good <laughs> approach. What was the song? Um, Watson was on the couch and I was like, you're so cute. I bet you're going to be angry when a dog turns up on Monday. <laughs> and he was like, why are you saying that? And I was like, because a dog's turning up on Monday. <laughs> and he was like, are you joking? And I was like, no. And he was like, oh, that was a weird way to do it. <laughs> oh, my God, I love that so much. He can't be mad because you're engaged. I know. And, like, if I do it different every time, you know, it's always still got a little bit of spiciness to it. (laughs) Keeps it fun. (laughs) I try. I still haven't um, done the thing where I just don't tell him and he comes home to a dog. I can't do it. I've tried, like, ten times. (laughs) You have tried. Like, didn't you try that with uh, the two puppies that you had, Cheddar and Crumpet? Were they a surprise? Look, almost all of them have been surprises in that I say yes and then I tell him a few hours later. With this dog, I think I lasted two days or one day until I told him. Um, yeah, it was pretty good. That's probably the longest I've been so far. Look, it seems right. Like, I'm bored and we're home all the time. Mm. So, like, why not? Anyway, I love the dog talk, but nobody else does. No, sorry. Moving on. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I don't even need to ask if I'm orange. <laughs> what did we try this week? We tried the Drunk Elephant Happy Scalp Scrub. Yeah, that's it. That's the name. Okay, yeah. so we touched on it briefly last week, but tell me how you feel now that you've had more wear of your hair since you've used it, you know? 
Um, well, actually, that being said, Eliza did point out this morning that she felt like it, it hasn't done that much to help with her flakes. Mm-hmm. And I don't know whether she's just a flaky gal, but I guess that's what this is supposed to help with, isn't it? That's the whole point. So it hasn't helped with Eliza's chronic dandruff. Shout out to Eliza's chronic dandruff on this podcast. <laughs> Name and shame, Liz. <laughs> Um, I don't know about for me whether or not it's changed my life because I've washed my hair twice without it now and I feel actually last week I had a a week where my scalp did not have additional pimples and this week Mm. I have noticed two additional pimples so maybe it did help okay interesting do the scalp pimples annoy me that much that I'm sad about it not really. Are They're fun really to pick up. Me. I pick up mine constantly. Yeah, but that's fun. No. And they're hidden by your hair, so it's great. It's a yeah. perfect crime. Yeah, for sure. Um, what did you think? I have no application. Annoying from a sensory experience. Why? Written, um, because I don't like putting, like parting my hair with that thing and then squirting wet stuff into my dry hair. It makes me feel sick. Well, if your hair's oily enough, it doesn't feel very dry when you apply it. Well, it was like <laughs> it was like four or five days dirty. It was dirty, but it just – I have a weird thing. You know my texture issues is when like with damp and wet. Like I don't like – I don't like wooden sticks, but I could touch a wooden stick, but I can't touch a wooden stick to my damp tongue. That's the weirdest fucking analogy that you've ever given me. But, yeah, I get what you're saying. It's just the dry and wet contrast. So squeezing the wet – thing into my dry hair it just felt gross I had instant flashbacks to lice treatment (laughs) yeah it's very lice treatment-esque Eliza said the same thing yeah I also said I think you'd use a lot it doesn't tell you how much to use so I didn't know when to stop or if I'd covered enough of my hair Mm, yeah that's a good point how many um separations of your hair and like cornrows of application of this should you be doing I centered mine around the front of my head because that's obviously where you notice that you're getting a bit dandruffy. And mm. I probably did like I probably did like five cornrows worth. And then along the back of my hairline, I just like kind of lined the back and scrubbed it in around the edges there too. Yeah. Okay. I feel like I probably did about five, six, seven stripes of product too, but I just felt like my hair still felt dry in some bits and wet in other bits, and I wasn't too sure about that. Yeah. Um Yeah. And I despise the smell. Absolutely despise it. Oh. It smells like um, marzipan. Yeah, cough medicine-esque. I agree. Yeah. yeah, it smells like the – everything smells like that at the moment. Um, the Sunday Riley Ceramide Ice Moisturizer smells like that too. I hate it. It's like fake cherry marzipan-y cough syrup. It was foul. I really didn't like that. Um, I'm about also, those scents. I love them, so I'm okay with it. I, didn't like it. I also felt after probably about – eight minutes or so I actually did really feel it like tingle did you feel a strong tingle oh I did not at all yeah I was wondering if I'm disappointed by the fact that you got a tingle and I didn't Mm, I had like a bit of a burn I was wondering maybe if I had some open scabby bits from where I was picking my pimples um maybe but I definitely rubbed mine on open scabby bits and I didn't feel anything okay interesting Mm. when I washed um I found that it didn't wash out completely completely and I today so I used it last night today I'm still finding little bits of gritty bit so I know you wow. and Eliza said that it washed out clean I've got yeah hair but lots of it and I found that it was actually really quite hard to get out of my scalp 
I also think potentially that's very I'm interesting. Really, Do you yeah. double wash your hair? Yes. Mm. I think I might be okay. really bad at washing my own hair. Like I just I, think I'm not very good. I'm a at thorough it. washer. Yeah, well, I, I just don't know how bad I you can be. I, yeah, exactly. Mm. I don't know. Anyway, um, and I have found that my scalp does feel better. It feels cleaner because I was describing to you that I have that thing at the moment when you scratch your scalp and all these scalp gunk gets stuck under your fingernails and it's like dry and crusty and disgusting, but simultaneously mm-hmm. oily. It helped with that. Mm-hmm. I definitely feel like the scalp pimples have reduced, but yeah, I've got a little bit of residue of it left. So I, I, I tried again. I don't know if I love it. And I'm actually now really intrigued to try the um, Sunday Riley one because when I watched the video of it demonstrated, they did it on really thick Afro hair and mm. theirs has no physical scrub in it because she was like, we wouldn't be able to get the physical scrub out of her. So there's this only chemical, which I'm excited about. Ooh. All right. I mean, I kind of feel like you don't hate it. You're not in the camp where you're like, this was the worst product that I've ever used in my life because it did sound, it sounds like it made a difference for your scalp. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not would you use it again? Yeah, I would use it again. And I, if I'd spent my money on it, because Alex spent her money on it, I would not be sad. I'd like probably use it up. But I also had quite high hopes for it and it didn't quite meet it. And I also just really don't like the smell. I think that you've raised a good point as well about not understanding how much to apply because realistically, I don't see it as the mask type product. Like if you're the type of person who has an issue with your scalp and you want to treat that this is probably going to require you know a month of continued application to help clear up your scalp issues and I don't see that like this would last much longer than a month if you were going to be using it multiple times a week covering your whole head so Mm -hmm. I do appreciate what you said about not not quite knowing how much you need to use and yeah it's hard to say I think it could really work for some people like I can definitely see it working for people and I reckon maybe it might be one of those products where first time you see like oh yeah it's all right and second time it works better maybe once it's done a little bit of a clear out then it gets a better exfoliation the next time but the thing is I'm not going to get that much consecutive use out of it because I don't wash my hair that often I wouldn't want to use it every time I washed my hair um, mm. and I also am shit at masking in terms of face mask and shit at washing my hair. So the fact that I'm going to have to remember to put something in my hair 10 minutes before I shower and then remember to actually wash my hair, like that's a big deal. I agree. And I do also think with this in comparison to the Sunday Riley product that neither of us have ever tried, but are both talking about like we enjoy it already <laughs> is that you can't put this in your hair and realistically go to the gym or go to the shops and cause you'd have grit scalp and Mm. the Sunday Riley one I reckon that you could put in your hair like you would a hair mask go to the gym and it wouldn't really matter yeah except you probably wouldn't get so long that you'd exfoliate your scalp away imagine that straight down to skull that's what we need (laughs) my hair's basically at that point at the moment I'm losing so much hair oh I'm literally um Marge from the Simpsons you know I reckon it has to do with your hormones it does it's the marina I've lost all my hair so shit for such a such a <laughs> shitty waste of a month of your life. So all around, final final thoughts. <coughs> I'm joking. Um, oh god. 
Five out of ten? Six out of ten? Yeah, I'd probably give it about the same, I would say. I mean, that's just like the rules of feminism. So now that we've just spoken about a AHA, BHA scalp scrub, it's probably an appropriate time for us to bring up our beauty breakdown this week, which is the pH of skin. Mm-hmm. And it's something that we've been meaning to talk about for a while and break down for a while and haven't had enough time in our episodes to talk about it. So why not now? So how do you feel? Do you care if a product is labeled with a pH? Um, I mean, the only time I care about pH is when it's about milady bits because that matters. <laughs> yeah, you're weird. You buy like a pH balanced wash, don't you? Yeah, well, I don't want to get that fucking pain that shoots through your whole entire soul like you're deceased when you soap yourself. I don't soap my lady bits. Anyway, let's stop talking about our lady bit washing. <laughs> about the vulva. Let's move on. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Okay, so let's not go into a full scientific breakdown unless you want to do that, Lisa. No, but no, I'm really. I mean, no scientist. Year nine science with your litmus paper, you know that. Correct. You know, five-ish to seven-ish is neutral, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, no, so you've got, yeah, zero to 14. The, the bits closer to zero are more acidic and the bits closer to 14 are more um, alkaline or mm-hmm. basic, I believe. Yeah, basic bitch. Um. Yeah, and number seven, smack bang in the middle, is basically oh, – whoa, burp. <laughs> Straight down the middle of number seven is neutral, and skin has a – generally sits around the 5.5 on the yeah. scale, which means that it is more on the acidic side. Yeah, like neutral to acidic. Yeah, so I think that they say between 4.7 and 5.5 is generally relatively average for skin. Interesting. Yeah. And this is why when you talk about acids, they're great for the skin, but you don't often talk about anything alkaline being great for the skin. Yes. Um, so things like soaps are on the alkaline end of the spectrum, which means that they are disrupting the acid balance of your skin by bringing it more into the opposite side of the neutral spectrum. Yeah. So from... What I have researched, it seems like vitamin C, like ascorbic acid, seems to be the most acidic product that we put on our skin, um, along with the AHAs and BHAs. But vitamin C can go as low as around 2.6, and AHAs generally sit around, or AHAs and BHAs generally sit around 3.2 to 4, mm-hmm. um, with anything reading between 3 and 4 considered most effective for an AHA and BHA. Very interesting. Yeah, so your moisturizers are generally between 5 and 7, serums between 4 and 6, retinol is between 3.7 and 5, um, and cleansers can go up, cleansers and toners can go up to 7, oh, and sunscreen can go up to 7.5, which it means that it is tipping, like if they're not good quality, well-balanced cleansers, toners, and sunscreens, they can be tipping your skin more into the basic or alkaline end of the spectrum. For sure. I think the Dr. Janice Gross peel pads come to mind when I think of pH because they have that neutralizing step and I think that's important to keep in mind whether it is the step two of a peel pad or whether you're using something with ceramides or something in your moisturizer or you're using a mist after you're using your acid products where you're deliberately um, dropping the pH of the skin it you do want to use something after it to bring the skin back to neutral your skin will neutralize yep. on its own but if you want that yep. kind of quick shock which gets the skin working then you want to use something that's going to take it back 
to like slightly acidic neutral versus three or four. Correct. Yeah, the more ba- the more acidic or basic you go, so lower than two point five or higher than eight, it causes like more significant damage or I get not I don't know if it's damage or if it's just disruption to the skin's barrier and it takes it even longer to return back to normal so um, during when your skin is not at its optimal that's when it can trigger things like breakouts or eczema redness sensitivity any of those like inflammatory responses I guess yeah you're basically sensitizing your skin correct yeah and if you're using um, a product with a pH that's too high or too low it's going to damage your skin over the long term which is what we talk about when we reference needing the ceramides and omegas to help build your skin's barrier function up yeah for sure for sure I feel like pH is one of those things where as people get more skin savvy and as brands become more ingredient conscious, people are becoming more like it's just a marketing tool, like pH and drug yeah. elephant put it all over their bottles, like cleansers, 5.5. Yeah. But like it's the kind of shit you all already know. You know that things like surfactants, sulfates, etc., are bad. And you know that yeah. certain ingredients are bad and certain ingredients are good and that we like acids and that we like vitamin C and retinol. Correct. And that's all because it's logical and it makes sense you don't need the number to be labeled for you you know no I totally agree and I think it is worth pointing out that your um your sulfates and your phthalates like if products aren't calling out that they don't have those things in them then I guess you might want to double check the ingredient listing because it could be something that does swing more alkaline which could damage your skin and you're right it's not likely to be the high quality products that we're buying from like the cosmeceutical brands. Yeah. But it is stuff like, you know, a bar of soap, for instance, if you're not consciously buying your body soap, that might be something that you might want to consider, especially if you're somebody with eczema, for example. Mm-hmm. And maybe I just spent too much time with my dad and the pool filter as a child, but it just all seems <laughs> to make logical sense to me. <laughs> oh, my God, my dad. In. Ah, it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> My dad had a like a almost like a brick sized product that was filled with little hourglasses almost and you you filled it up with the water from the pool and then you dropped all of these different solutions into it and it would all of the different hourglasses would change to different colors and it would tell you why the pool was the pH of the pool wasn't balanced. Oh. It was wild and beautiful at the same time. So I really should have learned more and my dad is a chemical engineer by trade so oh my- <laughs> never known what your dad does my um my dad's proudest moment was um the pool shop near our house used to take people to our pool like a showroom pool wow really yeah because he was like so so he'd just be like hey alan can i i've got a person here can i can i bring him around just wanting to like build a pool or whatever and they'd come over and be like yeah this is the this is the pool Truly impressive considering how often your dogs and stuff swim in your pool. Because my dad was always conscious about the dogs swimming in the pool because he would need to over-chlorinate it to clean out their filth. But, like, come on, they're not that filthy. He does not like the dogs swimming in the pool, but he he has been overrun. He permits it due to their joy. nine dogs and only one of him. (laughs) (laughs) He was never going to win. No, absolutely not. 
what are we talking about next? Oh, product of the week. Wait, I feel like we haven't really ended that. We ended it on our dads with pools. No, we have. Anyway. We get it. It's sort of a thing that you don't really need to worry about, but like cool to be cluey about. Yeah. Get it. Moving on. <laughs> oh my God. Do you know that P50 has a pH of three? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sorry. I'm down a rabbit hole now. I see. I wonder what the mechatoner is because... I don't think I mentioned it last week. Or, no, I only gave the product back to you on the weekend, so I haven't had a chance to talk about it yet. I tried the Mecca product again, the toner. What's it called? Glow Giver? No. Glow. Glow something. Yeah. Glow yep. lotion. Yeah. Yep. Or maybe Glow Giver. Lotion. Yes. Anyway, and I like it. I do like it. I think my issue was that it was so strong. And I didn't give it credit for how strong that it was. And I used it too frequently. And that's what caused me to get the bumpies on my yeah. skin. I feel but like when you I... were getting borderline mild rosacea. Yeah, I would, I would agree. And I didn't use it for a few days, used it again, woke up. And I was like, oh, actually, I do like that product because it didn't fuck me up this time. So I think I was being irresponsible with my use. There you go. That's you with, that's you with some of your more hardcore acids. I think you, you go too hard on them. A hundred percent I do. I just, I want to burn my whole face off and then I remember that I'm borderline rosacea and I need to chill out. Absolutely. Um, we've got approximately six minutes till I need to get back to work. So what's your product of the week? Dang, these products are so good. Um, I didn't, I didn't think of one in particular. What was yours? Okay. Mine is the Diptyque Roses Candle. Oh, how interesting. I would never have picked you as a Roses Candle gal. Absolutely not. But also... I'm really weird in that my home fragrances differ wildly from what I would ever wear on my own. And I think it's really weird that some people have like the scent that they like to wear on them and they also burn that in their home. Like I wouldn't. No, you'd, I'd become too immune to it. Yeah, I just wouldn't want my home to smell like glossy, but also mm. I like my home smelling kind of white floral and tuberose, which would smell disgusting if I wore that on my body chemistry. So. Yeah, and I love making my home smell warm and wintry in wintertime. Like that's a thing. And I would never wear a warm and wintry scent on my body. Yep. I feel you. Mm. Anyway, I didn't actually mm. buy roses deliberately. It came, it was um, a mini bay and rose came in the small version of the carousel at Christmas. Yeah. The votive set or yes. whatever. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I actually had it in my cupboard as like emergency gifting because it came in a little box and it was all wrapped up. And then I've been plowing through the candles in ISO and um, mm. I could smell it through the paper box. And I was like, do you know what? That actually smells really nice. And it's just not Grandma Rosie at all. It's beautiful. And I really like the smell of it. Oh, that's nice to hear. Yeah. Eliza's been wearing Rose of No Man's Land, which I purchased for myself and then got over and gave to her. Mm. And it's made me like it again because it smells really nice on her. Yeah, I don't like that, but it's so uh, nice on people. It brings out the – she brings out the spiciness in it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, if I had to pick a product of the week this week, which no one's forcing my hand, but I'm going to because I did think about it during the week and I had a, you know, a moment of gratitude for it. It is the the um, go-to fancy face. Oh. I – Do you As you that? know. Yeah. I, I wasn't – I had it. <laughs> I wasn't a double cleanser in terms of I wasn't using a oil and a 
gel cleanser until that came into my life. And now I use it every night. And I thought to myself, it's just one of those things that slips so seamlessly into my skincare routine that I haven't even noticed it. They're the true heroes. It's an, it's been a ninja skincare edition and I love it. Yep. Great. I'm so glad that you're actually double cleansing instead of taking your AHA cleanser all over your eyes. <laughs> Don't tell the people that. I'm meant to be an expert. <laughs> God. And to finish up, what is your snack of the week? Just took it to my veins! Mine is homemade baked goods. I have baked a banana bread this week, which Adrian and Eliza both insist is cake because I didn't use a recipe and they think I put too much sugar in it, which is fine. <laughs> banana bread um, is at- cake anyway. It's not like it's a bread. Yeah, but you slice it differently to make it feel like it's a bread. Do you? I do. <laughs> and also Eliza baked white bread, which I wasn't really able to eat, but I've, I've had a few bites of it and delicious. And I'm deciding that I'm going to try a little bit harder to become a better baker because if you know me, you know that I can't bake to save myself. Interesting. I think it's because you don't like to cook with a recipe, isn't it? That's 100% what it is, and that's exactly what Eliza said to me. But you don't really like to cook with a recipe either, and you managed to be Betty, Betty fucking Crocker. That's because I've realized that when you bake, you have to stick to a recipe. No, I'm too fast and loose. Yeah, Brenton's really <laughs> angry with me because, like, when it comes to cooking dinner, if there's, like, a HelloFresh or whatever, I never stick to the recipe. Never. And then I always bully him when he's really rigid. But then when it comes to baking and I tell him to do it properly, he's like, no, oh, you never do it normally. And then when it comes to the, the Marlis Wheel and HelloFresh, he's like, you always say you have to follow a recipe. And I'm like, no, when we bake, you have to follow a recipe. When you cook, you that makes really me fun. feel so much better to hear that because I thought that you were a natural born baker who just knew, like you could sense it in your loins what you needed to add and how much of it. And that's how I want to be because that's how I am with regular cooking, savory cooking, but I cannot bake. No, I can't. And I actually thought, well, I did kind of make up two cookie recipes last week in saying that, but I, I built them off something. Like I can't, I don't understand people that just know how to make a cake, like they would use a cup of flour and then two eggs and it's like I don't even know what goes into a cake other than flour and eggs but I did try to make uh gluten-free sourdough this week I've had a start growing it's on like day seven it's doing well I fucked my bread though it was too wet I don't know why whether my starter wasn't thriving enough or whether it was too I just don't know considering the flavor of the bread was great but it was just a bit wet and weird and it was sad because it took like a whole day of prep um today do you think that it had to do with your oven being on too hot and it not having enough time to like cook through it just cooked the nah, outside nah. with bread you want your oven really hot it was only on oh, okay 30 but you can go up to 250 for bread good to know um see you don't have the natural baking knack do you not at all <laughs> I, I cooked with- seriously I put my banana bread in the oven and I went 20 minutes should do it and then oh. <laughs> 20 minutes later I took it out and I was like Feels a bit wobbly, but I think it'll cook up when I leave it on the, you know, leave it to cool down. (laughs) I sliced one slice into the edge of that cake and it was literal mush inside still. And I was like, how the fuck? Put it back in for another 20 minutes, pulled it out, still not quite right. And I was like, Jesus Christ. It's like a 55 minute, I'd say, for a banana bread. (laughs) It's pretty much fucking exactly what they needed, yeah. (laughs) Um, so, yeah, my bread was fucked and it took a lot of effort, which was really sad. But I'm going to try and make a normal sourdough this week, like non-gluten-free. I'm making a normal sourdough right now. Oh, awesome. 
We'll, Wait, we'll a non-sourdough starter or like just a non-sourdough bread? Because I'm going to use my gluten-free starter for the sourdough bread. Same starter. Oh, wow. Risky. No, it's not really. Uh, the starter is just flour and water and you can use whatever flour and water you want. But then I'm just going to use normal flour so that I have a less shit bread in the end product. Yeah. Fair enough. I'm using, I'm using, a, I'm going to make a glutinous sourdough because um, I don't want to risk the gluten-free disaster that you had. The thing with um, gluten-free bread is that you have a slight win in that you don't have to stretch the gluten. So you don't have to knead and you don't have to do like a double proof situation. So oh, okay. um, I spent literally my whole week looking at bread videos. I feel quite knowledgeable about them now. So <laughs> in that way, it's a win. But then there's also the like massive, massive downside of the fact that it's impossible to make gluten-free bread taste good. So, you know, you win some yeah. and you lose some. That's why they add so much damn sugar to it. What's your snack of the week? Um, my snack of the week is the Dorito cheese flavor. Cheeseburger. Cheeseburger flavored Doritos. Oh, cheeseburger flavor. Yeah. They're fabulous. Ooh, I didn't, what color packaging are they? And I didn't even know they existed. I think they're black. Oh. They're really good. They're very lethal. They make my tummy have lots of air bubbles in it. Yeah, mate. Have you been complaining about being consty all week? Oh, I have actually had one of the worst stomach weeks I've had in a long time at the moment. I think it's because I've been changing pill and I've been eating a bunch of gluten and it's just Mm. not the time. I was actually really sick yesterday, like really sick. Um, and so you decided to add cheeseburger Doritos to the mix? No, this is from the very end of last week. So uh, um, I wouldn't eat them again this week because I've paid my <laughs> my time. Uh, but they're really good. <laughs> I they're will good. consider buying them for Adrian to try, oh but I God. feel like they're going to be very onion and garlicky. Yeah, they're really yum and they've got a slight pickle tang. Yum. They're fabulous. But anyway, can recommend, and if you – if they're not going to make you constipated to the point of tears on the bathroom floor, then go ahead. <laughs> Please, everybody be our guest. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I think that's it for us this week. On that note. On that, on that note, we're bringing you um, some more great chats about our bowel movements because we're going to be talking about a cheese platter on Wednesday. I'm fine, guys. I'm lactose tolerant and I might be the only person in the world that's okay with cheese. So we'll see you on a cheese episode on Wednesday. Oh, my God, I can't Wednesday. Wait. I'm really excited. All right, guys, have a great couple of days. Okay, bye. Bye. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.